Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners. Hello, we're in your ears again. This is exclusive for you. No one on the radio has heard this. Mm-mm. And we do like to keep things a little bit spicy on the podcast. So uh, we caught up with Grace Knight and there is the full interview. Uh, it's right at the end of the podcast, about 10 minutes. A wonderful part of the Eurogliders. Yep, you can skip through. Otherwise, there's some great content coming right your way now. JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Jules, it was almost going to be the Jules show this morning. Why? What happened? Jules, well, I thought it was um, about oh, to Rona. happen. Oh, Rona. Not Rona. Not uh, Rona. Not Rona. I've got a little husk in me this morning. Mm, but you do. Not Rona. Um, I thought that fame was about to was about to hit me yesterday. I thought it was going to go wild. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you've got your own radio show. That was not enough fame for you? Not, not enough. Not no? good enough. Uh, oh, so, okay. so, so yesterday I was playing around on Instagram and uh-huh. I did a stupid little video. You can do, what are they called, reels? Story? Oh, yeah, reels. I, yep. did, I did a reel yesterday and it was, there's this filter that is supposed to make everyone want to dye their hair blonde. So it looks at you, it plays a Britney Spears song and it edits your hair <laughs> So it looks blonde. On the camera. On the camera. You so, fooled someone. So well, Amazing. It, well, it's supposed to edit your hair so it looks blonde, mm. but because I'm a wog and I've got dark hair and everything, it didn't actually work. So oh, no. What it did it some, do? Uh, it looks some weird, stupid color. But I post, <laughs> anyway, I posted the video and just said, uh, just said, hey, guys, quick update. This doesn't work on wogs. Yes. And so I've had people from across the globe liking this one. <laughs> I, so I, the PSA of you telling other wogs that essentially don't bother with this filter, don't waste your time, uh, I've done it for you. Yeah, exactly. And right. it started getting popularity. I've got bloody – I've got a – How did people find this video? Well, you post it on social media, and how it works is that people that have any interest in – Italian culture or this or that, it'll link to them. Anyone who's watched uh, any filter like this would see the video. So found you. I think it got about five or six thousand looks in the Whoa. first first couple of hours. So it was It was, was trending. I was saying to Jess, I was like, this is getting wild. She's like, Oh, whatever, you idiot. Uh but it um it was getting all this traction and I woke up this morning and I've gone, I wonder if I'm viral. I wonder if this story has yep. just gone across the space of, of the world. Yes, because while you're asleep, a lot of people could have been clocking up those likes and views. Yeah, exactly. That's what I figured. Across the world, those people during their day. Yep. Um, I had a look this morning yeah. and a message popped up from Instagram saying, your post has been deleted <laughs> due to using hateful language. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's what annoyed me. I said, I'm a wog, so I'm allowed to say wog. I'm allowed to own this word. I'm a, like, who are you? It's probably some old white guy at an office somewhere <laughs> that banned me from saying wog. But uh, nonetheless. Facebook HQ. Facebook, yeah. Well, nonetheless, um, be careful using the word wog on social media because you won't go viral. And um, yeah, let's continue the JB and Jules breakfast show, I guess. <laughs> what else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Well, yesterday when I ventured out to the shops, had to do my grocery shop, and I was in for an absolutely rude shock. Aldi, completely shut. Mm. Woolies Bagara, absolutely nothing in the fresh food section. It was insane. There's Jules, on her knees, hand on head, just screaming. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but um, we just started talking about it before the song. That, uh, I, I seen that it was pretty bare, but mm. I went to the local butcher and... From any butchers I've seen, they've got plenty of stock. I assume they get it from the beef capital and the meat capital up in Rocky. But when it comes to fruit and veg, you'd think places like the Lettuce Patch and all our local places would have 
would have options, right? Because we're the fruit bowl. We get it from here. So. That's it. So I shared those photos on our Facebook and Instagram, and we were inundated with people going, support your local businesses. We're well-stocked. We've got milk, we've got eggs, whatever you need. Go mm. and support them rather than the chains. And I came up with an idea, I guess a challenge that I'd like to set myself and see if anyone in Bundaberg wants to come on board and take the pledge. The Shop Local Challenge. The Shop Local Challenge. So I want to see if I can last as long as possible just by purchasing from local businesses. Well, for it to be a challenge, we Mm -hmm. need to have an end date. So we're at the start of the month. So I think it's an easy starting point. Mm -hmm. The month of March. The whole month. The whole month. The Shop Local Challenge. Okay. Do you think you can do a month? I I think I could do it, but we need some ground rules, I guess. So I imagine chains are off limits. Chains are off limits. So no no Woolies, no Aldi. Yep, yep. No no, like BWs. Can I get my Macca's coffee in the morning? Can you get your Macca's coffee in the morning? (laughs) Yes. From oh, Bundy Central. Oh. Supporting a locally no. run... Well, no, 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 no you can't. No, like, loopholes. It okay. doesn't fit in because okay. you've got to be able to... If you're going to get a morning coffee, the you should be going open. to a local place. All right, okay. Like I a will, local bakery. I will go to Rise the Bakehouse. They're Rise open. Rise the Bakehouse Done. is there. So I'll that's, see you guys there every day. That's one thing. Um, but you even got your local supermarkets like... Yeah, Avoca, Everfresh. Yeah, Everfresh, Avoca yep. IGA. Mm-hmm. They're owned locally. So those things, you could get your cleaning products because that's a tricky yes. one, right? So you can still support local and get all those sort of things at these supermarkets. Okay. Uh, your fruit and veg, yep. places like the lettuce patch, yes. places like all Love of your them. local farms. Bakeries. You want, do you want any seafood? That's all right. We've got Grunsky's, yep. we've got Red Shed. We're, We're sorted. Uh, plenty of bakeries. And in terms of meat, mm-hmm. uh, the butchers here are some of the best I've ever come across. So you've Petrol stations. What about them? I can only go to locally run ones? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We've got a few. You can okay. just Google which ones are locally owned. Um, And yeah, you should be able to... Get a locally owned survey. Okay. Do you reckon I'm going to last the whole month? I think you can do it. I'm well, I need in. others to pledge with us. So jump anyone, on our Facebook page. Yeah. If anyone wants to join in, jump on our Facebook page, send us a message, or you can give us a call on 13353. But is it starting now? Starting officially now. No chains. Jules is just hashtag love Bundy. I love it. Good on you. Supporting local. Make the pledge at Bundy's 93.1 Triple M on Facebook. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Foot in mouth awards. These are the classic awards where you accidentally say the wrong thing when someone says, have a nice day or enjoy your meal and you blurt out, you too, when the waiter isn't actually eating anything. No, they're it happens. They're currently working. Um, <laughs> but it happened to my friend at dinner the other night when uh, the waitress went up to him and said, and your main? Or no, hold on. She said, what's your main? Mm. And he said, Oh, I'm Ben. He oh. thought the face mask uh, said, what's your name? Yeah, thanks for calling the waitress the face mask. <laughs> the face mask muffler. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it happens to all of us. It's happened to us at the best of times. We've said the wrong thing to the wrong person at the wrong time. And you it, just want to disappear in that moment. It's so embarrassing. That's the thing. So we thought yep. we would go on the hunt for Bundy's best. Yes, and on 13353, hello, who have we got there? Jules, it's Steve. How are we going? Good, G'day, Steve. JB. G'day, Cobber. How are you? Good. That's all right. Foot in mouth awards. Do you think you can take out the top gong? I don't know, but my wife spent 20 years telling people about this because she thought it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, it's got to be a ripper. I, yeah, they're well, good ones. Yeah, we're re- renovating the first home in the kitchen. I was on the phone to the cabinet maker, and the old theory of men can't do two things at once might be true here. So him and I are chatting away, and my wife sort of tapped me on the shoulder and said, she's going, she had to go pick the kids up. 
I'm sort of nodded, like, yep, no worries. Went back talking kitchen stuff, and then my wife called out and said, I love you. And I was saying bye to the cabinet maker, and I told him I loved him. <laughs> love you too. Oh, no. This just really fast tracked the relationship. Silence on the phone, and I'm like, oh, and he hung up, and I'm like, oh. He hung up, he didn't know what to do. Oh. Did you come across? You got the job anyway. <laughs> so you come across him again? No, I didn't have to deal with him at the house. He was there, usually there when I was at work. Uh, no, I <laughs> kind of didn't really want to either. <laughs> During the time, Steve was suddenly working 15-hour days just to avoid having to make eye contact. Steve, did you, sh- <laughs> did you try and cover it and just like, I tell everyone that that <laughs> I work with? Yeah, I love everyone. I'm a loving We're real man. close. <laughs> All right, good on you, Steve. Love you. <laughs> they're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. JB, I just wanted to take a moment this morning to honour one of the late great icons of the bus world, Mr. Duffy. Mr. Duffy. Tell me about Mr. Duffy. Now, Mr. Duffy uh, is Gerard Paul Duffy, most commonly known as Paul Duffy, actually, his middle name. Now, he passed away age 77 peacefully on Sunday, the 27th of Feb. That's young. Yeah, it is. It's so, so sad. But um, he ran the Duffy City buses for decades and it was actually a family business passed down from his grandfather, Tom Duffy, Back from 1954, so it's been in the family since then. Yeah, for a few generations now. And yeah. I've seen the Duffy buses about town as well. I'm sure yep. plenty of people have. Their depot's in uh, Thebeban. And, look, it's been a moment where the community has sort of rallied together and said, look, we'd really love to um, honour uh, Duffy and just say what an amazing man he's been. He's not only been remembered as a loyal, loving family man, but he dedicated his entire life to buses. They were part of his lifeblood. He would go out of his way to give sports teams um, trips or discounted trips to help them out, or if people were in need and they were stranded, that he would uh, essentially ensure that no one would be left behind and he would give them a lift. Well, it's people like Mr. Duffy that have – that's what Woods Bundaberg is built on, and that's why – uh, Bundaberg is a place that, that shoots above how many people we have here. That's why we are such an amazingly run place that everybody, you go anywhere in Australia, go places around the world and they know of Bundaberg. It's mm. people like this with this passion for our community as to why we are like that. Yeah, he's um, not just a businessman too. So he was part of the Bundaberg Surf Life Saving Club. He was a life member there. Uh, he supported a whole bunch of different organisations and charities. So uh, someone actually said the more people that Bundaberg had like Paul Duff, the better off we would be. So I just thought it'd be a great moment today to honour him. If you do happen to drive past the uh, the depot in Thabibin on Charlie Triggs Crescent, give them a wave. If you see any bus drivers driving around, I'm sure they've got him in his hearts this week. So give them a wave. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. We're talking irresistible pickup lines this morning. Have you got to go to? What works here in Bundaberg? Jules come into work this morning with a little... A little pep in her step. Oh, I, I did. I noticed a little bit of a, ooh, like she's... Excuse me? She's feeling it like, ooh. And um, it's all been revealed why she's mm-hmm. she's feeling she's feeling Someone it. Someone tried a pickup line on me. Someone hit on her at the cricket. Oh, yes, I, like I was slightly confused because they said, is this chair taken? And yeah. I was like, no, no, go for it. Take it. And like, then they sat down and, and chatted and they were lovely. Okay. Well, yeah, that's... Uh, see, there's... You be- think... It, it, they, 
there's better lines. There's better pick. I'm yeah. not going to give the bloke, like, good on him for having the confidence to say, hey, exactly. I'm interested to talk to this girl. Let me go and talk to her. But right? it's not like an award winning. If there was a book. <laughs> If there was a book of pickup lines, if there was a Barney Stinson book of pickup lines, that's not in it. That doesn't make the cut. <laughs> but I think there should be a Bundaberg version of mm. Bundy's irresistible pickup lines because there's no place like home. No. Uh, there's no place like Bundaberg, and that means the pickup lines need to adapt. That's right. And so we've asked on one triple three five three, what's your irresistible pickup line? Hello, who have we got there? Hey, young guys, Marky Mark, Marky Mark, Hello. irresistible pickup line. What do you got, mate? How much does a polar bear weigh? How much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. How are you doing? Oh, no. Dirty dog. Did you use this on, Tanya? (laughs) That's a yes. (laughs) (laughs) Funnily enough, Tanya tried to go me in a uh, karaoke competition and all my mates let her know that I actually sing for a living. Oh, Oh, no. Okay, so you won her over. I won her over with some vocals, yeah. So you're a professional who entered the karaoke scene. Yeah, Not the looks. So you're, so you're a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, mate. I will take another one on one triple three five three. Hello, Ron. What's the irresistible pickup line? Hello, sweetie. How you going? Yeah, good. What's the irresistible pickup line, Ron? Yeah, mine's always been the same. I'm after a breeder. You interested? Oh. <laughs> you're after a breeder. <laughs> a breeder. A breeder. Are you interested? <laughs> Ron, uh, re- re- completely random question. Uh, marital status. Marital <laughs> um, single now. Uh, shock, shock, shock. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? So we're thinking of all our mates down south. Of course, uh, Gympie, Maryborough, oh. uh, down through the sunny coast. Absolutely It's chaotic. horrific. Yeah, some of the records being broken. Over 20 metres the flood level in Gympie, which just... Uh, unbelievable, but um, uh, it is the good news is that it looks like a lot of the peaks have been hit, and that we're seeing some of the floodwaters begin to subside. That's but, great um, news. But if if experience is anything to go by for mine, um, I was completely flooded. We lost everything a few years, three years three, ago, three yeah. years ago up in Townsville, and plenty of people in Bundaberg would be able to attest to this. Uh, following catastrophic events. You see amazing stories and you see amazing people coming together. Mm. And these amazing stories are what really gives you a bit of hope uh, after facing something as horrible as these floods. So yeah, it's uh, a bittersweet moment. Something to look ahead to for, for those that are doing it tough at the moment. But how's this for an incredible story? This is in the Noosa hinterland. Yeah. Um, a woman by the name of Penelope, she was taking a drive uh, going across the Imble Bridge and she looked across, spotted what she thought was a dead baby duck. Okay. Now she's pulled up. She's gone off to the side, gone to have a look. To her surprise, it was actually a platypus. Oh, wow. So she come across this platypus that was uh, sitting there, looked completely dead. It wasn't breathing. And oh, so no. she's, she's just sort of jumped into action and gone, what do I do here? How do I save this platypus? So she started doing like the two-finger press resuscitation method. Oh, the CPR. Started doing a little CPR. And get this, it coughed. The little platypus oh. coughed up a splutter of water and started breathing. Eventually, it looked up, had a little blink, looked oh. at her, waddled over to the water oh. before swimming off to continue its life. See you, Penelope. Thanks See, for saving she me. Is, she is cobber. Oh, I'm isn't that continue. amazing? It's beautiful, isn't it? So stories like that are something uh, something to really hold on to during these tough times. And if anyone has faced it, these are the things that keep you going. So a beautiful story right there. That was wild. 
Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Now, Jules, just before the song mentioned online shopping, it's mm. a part of life in 2022, isn't it? It truly is. With the evolution of the internet, it's really changed the way how we shop. And a lot of people here in Bundy get on board with the online shopping because, oh, let's yeah. face it, we don't have every shop. We are one of the biggest regions in Australia for online shopping. Yeah, and my wife is really helping out that statistic <laughs> Way more often Single-handedly. than I feel. <laughs> Single-handedly. She's lifted the bar <laughs> to another level uh, if the packages are robbing out at my house what's, or anything um, to go by. What's her go-to? What's her, her vice? Oh, I don't know. Just There's a million <laughs> Just lots of things. I don't know what the website. Do you mean what item does she get? Yeah, is it it's, like any category? She like the health clo- and beauty things? Clothing, clothes, skincare. Shoes. Shoes. Mm. Just all of it, man. She don't, she don't stress. <laughs> She'll get it all. But um, the other day, she actually got a voucher for Maya from some family for her birthday that nice. happened on Friday. Department so, store? Yeah, so she had a little bit of dosh to spend at Maya. We don't have one here in Bundy, so where'd she go? Maya.com.au. Let's yep. do some online shopping. Love it. Um, now, she's after one thing in particular that is probably the most difficult thing to shop online for. Oh, no. She was having a shop for some perfume. Oh, yes. <laughs> how do you shop for perfume? And so, oh. so get this. She's enlisted my help to try and help her how? pick a perfume because they've got <laughs> descriptions on the scents. Oh, Here is Jess no. reading out the description of a perfume, asking me to help out to tell her whether it's good or not. The violet opens the fragrance, combining the subtle touches of bergamot to create a lively, fresh and juicy bouquet. At the heart, seductive notes of rich coffee are blended with charming iris. (laughs) Finally, the warm base of vanilla and patchouli lends a tactile, comforting quality, enveloping the senses in an opulent embrace. Sounds good. She's really going for the blind buy. I mean, yeah. and and per, perfume is so subjective. What would you? How do you explain a smell? Yeah, that's well. Oh. Reading out that, how the hell do I figure out whether that's good or not? I've so, got no idea. Apparently, she bought something. So yeah, can she return it if no. she doesn't like it? Either way, whenever she gets dressed, I will say, "Honey, you look good. You smell good. It's all good." That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Now, yesterday at the Multiplex, it was transformed into a fitness and health wonderland. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. It looked exciting. Plenty it, going on. The Move It Expo. Heaps yeah. of fun. There was clubber size, there was glow sticks in the dark, there was some Zumba demonstrations, and there was 50 stall holders from all different clubs, some different businesses, wanting to showcase what activities we have right here in the region. This is something I absolutely love because not everyone likes to go to the gym, not everyone likes to go for a run, but there are yeah. a, a, a range of ways to be active mm. Um and be able to have some fun. I think everyone can find something active that they enjoy. Exactly. And I love that. That's the idea. You come along, you find out something that you didn't know existed. And I certainly learned there's a few things here in Bundaberg on offer that I never heard of. And so, okay. JB, I'd like to play a little bit of a game with you. Can you pick the fake sport or club from the real sports or clubs? Okay. How's this? All right. What's the rules? So I have a list of seven different sports clubs, associations, stall holders. That were all at 
the Move It Festival, the Move It Expo. Six of them were there yesterday. One was not. It okay. is your job to figure out which one I have completely made up. And the other six are real. Yeah. Okay. So you're just going to rattle off? You're I'm going to go rattle off that list. Okay. You can jump in at any time you like, or you can wait till you hear all seven. I think I might wait to the mm, end, because okay. I have a feeling there'll be some outlandish ones. What do we got? <laughs> all right. The Archers and Bow Hunters, Dragon Boat Club, yep. Thermomix, Bundaberg Roller Skating Association, okay. the Neon Loft, Special Olympics, and the Mad Psychologists. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> um, what was the first one? Archers and Bow Hunters. Okay, I think that exi- I think that would exist. Mm-hmm. Can you just go through them again? Sure. Archers and bow hunters. I think that exists. The dragon boating club. I know that exists. Thermomix. Well, that exists, but is it? Class- Was it a store holder? Oh well, it exists. So if you if you put that in, mm. then I'd be like, oh come on, mate. That's a bit. Slack. All right. So I think that's I think that's okay. yes, that yep. exists. Bundaberg Roller Skating Association. Hmm, <sighs> not sure. Yeah, not sure on that one. The neon loft. What's that? Mm, pole dancing. Oh, that exists. Yeah, could be. Special Olympics and the Mad Psychologists. The Mad Psychologists. Spelt C-Y-C, like cycling. I'm gonna mad say Psychologists. We, I'm going to say we don't have a roller skating association. We do not have a roller skating association. You're going to lock that in? Yeah. You are 100% correct. I did it. And now I wish there was one because I'm buying roller skates. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. I remember you mentioning something about <laughs> wanting to do roller skating. Yes. And that's how I clued onto it. But some wonderful community groups there and good on the guys. Uh, everyone, Rebel Sport, everyone that got involved to make the uh, Move It uh, Festival happen for 2022. Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. I made a promise just mm. earlier in the Secret Sound, Jules. That yes. If anyone was, it has a birthday on the 29th of February. The leap year babies. You yeah. felt sorry for them. Well, they didn't get a birthday yesterday. They no. missed out. So I said I'd give them a special clue for the secret sound if they were to call up between now and the end of the show. Oh, my God. We actually have a call coming through now. I'm 13353. Hello. Who's there? Hello. This is Maurice. Who? What's Maurice? Hey, Maurice. Maurice. It's the 29th what? of February. Oh, uh, is it? You sound like someone that is full of shit because we have saved your contact details under Andy. God damn it. JB and Jules, Bundaberg in print. Taking you back over 100 years of Bundy news. From fictional to the absolute truth right here in Bundy, we have this segment called Bundaberg in Print, a book full of 110 real news stories. Printed in Bundaberg, reported in Bundaberg, seen with our very own eyes. And each week we take it in turns to guess what the story is just from the headline and guess the year. You can play along in the car as well. well yeah, if you figure out what year it is, bravo to you. Uh, Jules, <laughs> you got the story this week, so I'm going to try and figure out what the year was and what the real story was. What's the headline? Alien pleads guilty. <laughs> is this a real news headline? From this Bundaberg? is a real news headline published by the News Mail. Alien pleads guilty. Right here in Bundaberg. All right, I'm going to say... <clears throat> There was a farmer by the name of John yep. K. Alien. <laughs> he he he, he, acci- he stole his neighbouring farmer's tractor and took it back to his old place back in the year 1942. Ooh, that's the story. Unfortunately, that is not correct. So that's, okay. And you were a little bit off with the year. It was earlier in 1919. Oh, okay, very. 
So the headline reads, Alien mm. pleads guilty from the year 1919. What the hell is the story here? At the Jin Jin Summons Court, Lariavit Tolskanokwana was proceeded against for failing to report as an alien, to which he pleaded guilty and was fined 10 shillings. Huh? So, <laughs> it was an alien that appeared in court. So, <laughs> and the News Mail reported on it in 1919. They followed up the year later so, and said, by the way, he was also fined another 10 shillings and certain costs. And so, under the War Precautions Act, he was in fact found to be an alien that was not registered. So the so so the people of, what is it, Jinjin or Chilton? Jinjin Summers so, Court. So Jinjin, the people of Jinjin thought this guy was an alien and he pled guilty because he too agreed he was an alien and he paid 10 shillings. How's that for a Tuesday in court? Oh my God. Oh, what was his last name? Oh, don't make me pronounce it again. What is I just want to see. Tulsana Kwakwa. Tulsana Kwakwa. If there's any other Tulsana Kwakwas out there, keep an eye out for them. They could just be an alien. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Uh, we'd like to welcome from the Eurogliders, Eurogliders Grace Knight. Welcome. <laughs> easy, easy for you to say. Grace, <laughs> Grace Light from the Euro Nighters. <laughs> Grace. How are you going, JV? Jules, how are you going? Yeah, we're good. We're here. We've interrupted you. You're in the shed doing a bit of artwork and a bit of rug stitching. A rug tufting. I'm a, I'm a rug tufter. A rug tuster? <laughs> what, what does, what that, does mean? that involve? I, it, um, I use a gun, which is a bit like a drill, but it uh, it tufts rugs. <laughs> it tufts rugs? What, yes. Will you so bring an example of what a tuft rug looks like to Bundaberg when you visit? I will. I will. I'll, I'll bring some of my artwork. Maybe I can sell some while I'm up there. Yeah, Amazing. In, instead of, yeah, instead of the show, it'll just be Grace Knight <laughs> up there auctioning off her artwork. That's right. We're happy <laughs> to host it. Auctioning off my rug. Tough to rugs. We cannot wait. Now, Grace, uh, have you ever been to explore Bundaberg before? Look, I, I've been to Bundaberg many times, but as you would understand, it's usually a case of getting in, getting prepared for the gig, going to the local cafes and restaurants, doing sound check, and then leaving first thing in the morning. So I'm, that's my whole sort of touring experience mm. of Australia. I've been around Australia countless times. You've been in and out. But it's always in and out, yep. Well, yep. are you going to be able to make a little extra time maybe this visit to see some of the beautiful things we have? Oh, look, it would be really nice. It would be really nice if I could do that, but I have to check my calendar and see what's on the other side of the uh, Saturday, the 7th of May. Well, Grace, if you give us, I say, three hours, maybe we can deliver you Bundaberg within three hours, all the best things we can do. How cool would that be? We'll we'll speed tour you around. Yep, we can do it. Yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. Sounds like a wonderful plan. We're on, we're involved. Now, Grace, um, in terms of what we're expecting to see on stage, there's been plenty of members of the Eurogliders over the years. How many are going to be up on stage and what can we expect from you guys in the year 2022? Well, there'll be six of us. There's, there's for the most part, I mean, for a while there, there was about 12 of us, but, um, but that was back in the 80s when it didn't bother us that we didn't earn any money. <laughs> <laughs> Had to we share it with the 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
However, we're a business now, and so <laughs> it's back to six members. And um, look, with all of you know what's been going on with COVID, um, look, just for example, I did my first Grace solo gig that that wasn't with Eurogliders, it wasn't with Wendy Matthews, it was just me solo doing the, the kind of jazzy vibe. The first gig in two years, and I was absolutely <laughs> petrified. <laughs> well, there's no one else um, to, to lean on if you need it. Say that again? There's no one to lean on if you need well, it during right. the show. Um, there's no Bernie there beside me, and you know, it, I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna forget the words. Oh, this isn't gonna be good." As it ended up, it I did have a bit of verbal diarrhea, but um, it, it it was such a great gig, and I kind of wished I'd recorded it. It was so much fun, but um, it it was just such a joy to be back on stage, and I think you're gonna get. Not just from Eurogliders, but from Glenn Shorick, Ganga Jang, Dragon, Boom Crash Opera, I'm doing the whole thing here, Richard Clapton, Killing Heidi, and Huda Gurus. Um, I, think, I think I speak on behalf of almost all of the musicians. Everyone will be so glad to be up and doing what they do. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of energy around. And, and, of course, as we all know, energy is highly contagious. Now, Grace, I'm curious to know, you've had quite an illustrious career over the years. You've managed to get onto some massive stages. We cannot wait to see you on the Sounds of Rock stage on the 7th of May. But I want to know, what was it like taking yourself back to the iconic part of Australian culture with Countdown, what was it like to get on stage there and meet the infamous Molly Meldrum? Look, it was another... I get really nervous. I, 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 no one is more surprised than myself that, that I've managed to make singing a career <laughs> that's lasted over... You just want to stick to rugs, don't you, Grace? <laughs> well, I don't... Look, I, I love doing what I do. I, I, it's storytelling. It's part of my life. Um, I, I've, I was brought up with storytelling and, all you know, albeit I use my voice. Um, but I remember when we were in Perth, we felt like we were isolated, you know, and we were isolated by the desert, uh, which is why we called our... I think it was our first album, This Island, because Perth felt like an island and we were separated from the east where all the, the rock and roll action was going on, where Molly Meldrum was, where Countdown was, and where all the record companies were signing up. So when it came to us actually performing, I was absolutely petrified again. And, uh, and then, of course, meeting Molly, I, I never... Even though I think it's my kind of English background, he was Molly. That was how everyone knew him. But I was so scared to call him that in case it, I was being too familiar, you know. Mr. And Molly? I, I, it was like Ian. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. look, even, you know, 40 years later, you know, and I, I'll catch up with Molly and I'll say... Um, Hi, Molly. Grace from Eurogliders. <laughs> and he's like, what the? <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, Grace. You... I don't want to sort of, you know, expect that, this is, you know, someone like Molly who's, you know, 
known all of these these um, iconic Australian performers, I don't ever expect him to remember my name. So I think it's a you know a polite thing to do to just. Give him, you know, so it's not embarrassing. And I just say, you know, Grace from Eurogliders. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grace, when we meet you in Bundaberg come May 7th, we will approach you and we will say, JB and Jules from Triple M Bundy. <laughs> I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. It is our pleasure to meet you. Well, we cannot wait to have you here for Sounds of Rock. Uh, well, Grace did our job for us. She listed off the rest of the acts there. It we better get out of May here. May <laughs> 7th. And you can head and, head and get your tickets at oddsticks.com.au. Thanks for your time this morning. I'm looking forward to putting a face to your lovely voices. That would be really nice to meet you. Oh, thank you, Grace. And, and, and of course, wherever it is, you're going to take me. Oh, of course. <laughs> Everywhere. The whole list. You need to give You'll us... You'll be your, blindfolded. Your time frame. You might, you might like, you might not. We'll talk to you well, in Well, I would like to see the place, so maybe we could take the blindfold off for a minute or two. I didn't come up with the blind. I don't know why Jill said That's that. That's on we won't, we won't do that. Good on you, Grace. We'll see you in May. See you guys. Lots oh. of love, bye. Yeah, she'll be here as a part of Sounds of Rock 2022 with the Eurogliders. It is Bundy's 93.1 Triple M. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.